Hey guys, hope you're doing well. This week we'll be coming at you again with another NFL topic. This time I'm going to be going over my top five NFL quarterbacks. Should be a fun one. Let's go ahead and drop the beat and get to it. Welcome back. Welcome back. Once again, you are listening to the Mind of Mike J podcast. I won't be here. I got a really quick one for you. I shouldn't be here too long. I just wanted to real quickly go over my top five quarterbacks in the NFL. I'm probably going to try to do more top five lists and more rankings and more just of these personal opinion pieces leading up to the NFL season. But the easiest one and the first one I wanted to go at would be current quarterbacks in the NFL. Again, just going over my top five, and obviously the best part about this stuff is it's this is entirely open to debate. This is just my personal opinions, so let's go ahead and get right to it. Now, number one, I would love to shake things up and really kick things off with some controversy here, but I would be remiss if I didn't go with Tom Brady as the number one quarterback in the NFL right now. It's really hard to make an argument for anyone else to be completely honest. I mean, we're you the the numbers career the career numbers speak for themselves. Five-time Super Bowl champion, still playing elite football at the age of 40. This is despite the recent transgressions with Roger Goodell and the NFL and the suspensions and whatnot. It has You can argue that on top of a career that was already amongst the all-time greats, Tom Brady is playing his best football at this stage at around age 40, which is just remarkable. And he's been able to do it with a constant rotation of receivers, constant rotation on the offensive line. doesn't seem like anything really just slows this guy down. And you have to just give credit where credit is due. He's endured injuries to Gronkowski. He's endured injuries to his O-line. He's endured injuries to pretty much anybody, all the significant offensive players. And it seems like whoever they are able to plug in, it doesn't slow them down too much. The only constant has been Bill Belichick, the head coach. And, I mean, and the and the Patriots overall, their success that they've been able to have, you really, Tom Brady has to be the pick here at number one. Now, number, moving on, number two, this is where it actually, I think, get interesting. I think most people would put Tom Brady in their number one spot, especially now that Peyton Manning is retired and we're just talking about active quarterbacks. My number two is going to be Drew Brees. Which I know a lot of people might not agree with, but if you just hear me out on this, to be completely honest, if you were to take away the championships, you would have Drew... And just look at everything else career-wise, Tom Brady and Drew Brees are very, very similar. 
They've had about the same... They've been in the league around the same amount of time. As a matter of fact, winning and the winnings and the Super Bowls is probably the only thing that Brady has on. That's one of the few things that Tom Brady has on Drew Brees. However, Drew Brees has more touchdown passes, more more yards, and a better completion percentage. And he's in the same boat. The only constant really has been Sean Payton. Receiver-wise, Drew Brees has never played with any truly elite receivers other than maybe Jimmy Graham for us for a small bit. And he's not even with the team anymore. He's one of the only he's the he is the only player to have multiple seasons in which he passed for over 5000 yards. With and he actually has 5. No other player has more than one. This guy has multiple he has 5 yards or 5 seasons of 5000 yards or more. That is outstanding. That is untouchable. That is as terms of just sheer volume and efficiency, Drew Brees is probably the best combination of both that we have or have possibly ever seen. Tom Brady gets the edge because winning-wise, his record is in his record cannot be compared to most, especially Drew Brees, but Drew, but Drew Brees is a Super Bowl champion and that cannot be ignored either. Those two, to me, those first two, Brady and Drew Brees, in my opinion, are just in a league of their own. As far as what they're able to do with not an overwhelming around of help around them. At least Tom Brady can say that he's played with a, with a very capable defense, especially last year and several years. It is very rare that the Saints... The Saints' defense is awful. If the Saints' defense was anywhere near, could perform anywhere near how their offense is able to perform on a consistent basis, the Saints would be a lot tougher to deal with. And I think that gap between Tom Brady and Drew Brees, which I don't think is very wide at all currently as constructed, that get, there wouldn't be that much of a gap between the two. There, we would actually be comparing Drew Brees to Tom Brady a lot more often. Moving on, number three, Aaron Rodgers. Most people would say he's number two. I've seen a lot of people that would. I've seen a lot of folks that would rank Aaron Rodgers over Tom Brady. I can't do that. Aaron Rodgers really lost points with me in 2015. Now, granted, Jordy Nelson, his best receiver, was injured, but he really took a he really lost points with me because it just seemed like that injury. Unless there's something else going on that I'm missing, that one injury really, really hurt them, and had the Packers. You could tell it was a noticeable difference in what and what Rodgers was able to do. And that injuries don't seem to affect my first two my first two picks, Brady and Breeze, injuries to their supporting cast don't seem to affect them quite as much as that one injury affected Aaron Rodgers. But that being said, talent wise, 
Talent-wise, this guy is elite. Throws the best deep ball in the NFL. Third highest Q, Q, third highest QBR ever in a single season. 85.5 in 2011. Number six in touchdown passes among all active quarterbacks. The production is definitely there, and I'm not trying to discount Aaron Rodgers at all. Definitely elite. Anybody that shows up on this list, it, I consider to be elite. But... I think he is just a small fraction of a tier, a small like half of a tier below those first two guys that I named. Moving on, number four, another one that I'm I'm sure a lot of people won't agree with. I have Russell Wilson as my number four. He has the second highest win percentage among QBs with multiple seasons as a starter. He is basically one. He he is a Super Bowl champion and is really one really bad call away from being a two time Super Bowl champion. It is very obvious to me. Now, a lot of people will say that Russell Wilson has benefited from an elite defense and a run game, which is true. That has been the case a lot of those years. But. The, the Seahawks had a good defense and a run. They had a good defense and a good run game before Wilson got there when Hasselbeck was the quarterback. But it took Russell Wilson to get them to a Super Bowl. So that cannot be ignored. And the one thing that you have to also take into consideration is the Seahawks' offensive line has really kind of fallen apart as of the last couple years or two. They've been looking to work on that, and I honestly think with the additions of Luke Jokel and Eddie Lacy in, in the backfield and Luke Jokel on the offensive line, that will really kind of... Well, I think we'll be able to see the Seahawks get back to what we're used to seeing. I think as long as Russell Wilson is there, as long as they have their core pieces on defense, you have to remember Earl Thomas went down. I think the Seahawks will be right back there as one of the top contenders in the NFC. And I think as long as Russell Wilson is there, that's just going to be a factor. He has been a model of consistency, which is extremely important to me. I look at, are you able to do it? Are you able to perform at that level year after year? And really, since the time he has been given the reins as the starting quarterback, he has been able to do that. There really isn't another quarterback in the NFC that has been able to win as consistently as Russell Wilson. That cannot be ignored. He was injured last year, and his offensive line was patchwork. If both of those things come back strong, you're looking at another year of 12 to 13 wins for the Seahawks and more than likely, and a very likely Super Bowl appearance, or at the very worst, an NFC Championship game appearance. Number five. It was tough. I had a few names that I threw around, and I this was probably the spot that I debated the hardest. 
but I feel confident in my final entry onto this list, Ben Roethlisberger. He has been injured the last few years, and that has kind of slowed him down. But what you cannot deny is that when healthy, the Steelers' offense is on another level. Antonio Brown, for as much praise as he gets, and it's deserved, he is not the same when Roethlisberger isn't throwing him the ball. He's just not. Those two together are nearly unstoppable. Brown simply goes back to being an above-average receiver when Roethlisberger isn't throwing him the ball. That entire offense, and we've been saying it for years, it seems like every year there's some by either Le'Veon Bell or last year it was Martavis Bryant, and then mixed in between, Roethlisberger has his troubles with injuries. If they can all get together at the same time, that offense, I'm put, I would put that Steeler offense up against anyone if all of them can stay healthy over a full 16 games. And that's a very big if. But if we can, I think it would be no question, no question Steelers would have the top offense in the NFL. Therefore, not making it not making it very controversial to have Ben Roethlisberger amongst your top five quarterbacks. Like I said, I look at longevity, I look at consistency, and if you look back at it, Ben Roethlisberger embodies that. He has been one of those guys. Again, those two Super Bowl championships cannot be ignored. Again, there's a lot of guys that probably would be worthy of being on this top five list, but what do you guys think? There's a, there's a lot of different ways that we can go with this. And fortunately, the NFL right now has so many gifted passers. I don't know if it's possible to make a top five and be absolutely correct. So you guys tell me. Moving on, before I get out of here, I have to hand out the L of the week. And this week, it was a pretty easy choice. I had to go with Hugh Freeze and that whole situation at Ole Miss. I was... Not really sure exactly what was going on, but reading this news report here, this was from ESPN on July 21st, it says, Old Miss football coach Hugh Freeze resigned effective immediately on Thursday night with the Rebels athletic quarter, excuse me, the Rebels athletic director telling ESPN that school officials found a pattern that included phone calls to a number associated with a female escort service. Now, my first thought was, why is the university going through their coach's phone? Why are you worried about what that man's doing on his personal time? And then I thought, then I realized the phone was a school-issued phone. Therefore, I guess they do have the right to track that kind of stuff. So then I thought, why on earth are you, why are you calling... Why are you calling escort services on a school phone? You're a grown man. You should know better than that. That's like looking up porn on a work computer. You know they're, you know they're going to find that out. You know that can get back to you. And it just costs you your job. 
nobody I'm not here to judge anybody on their personal what they do on their personal time and I don't think anyone else should do that either but come on man that that could have been so easily avoided there are so many other ways you could have gotten around that and that I'm and now you had to resign and old miss was a and Ole Miss was doing well. Now I understand they've been under investigation by the NCAA for some possible recruiting violations as well, and I'm sure that probably played into it. But apparently this apparently this whole these suspect phone calls that Coach Freeze had been making goes back for a while. Apparently this is not this wasn't the first time he's done this. So that was just an interesting thing. I'm, I'm I'm really not sure what happened there. That just seemed very, very... That seemed like a very avoidable situation for something that set an upstart program back quite a few years. So, that being said, Hugh Freeze gets the L of the week this week. And, guys, if you are... If you are, for uh, just advice for anybody, if you have any company computers, any company-issued laptops, any company-issued cell phones, please monitor what you're doing. Please monitor your activity, because don't think that they can't track that stuff. Do it with your personal, do it with your personal items. And that's all I pretty much got to say on that one. I appreciate everybody listening. This has been the Mind of Mike J Podcast. New episodes every Monday. But until then, see you guys next week. Have a good one.